self-care tips you need to know. Hi everyone, I'm Valerie Malone, life coach, motivation speaker, creator of Love Your Life program. I'm going to talk about what is self-care, why you should practice self-care, and how to practice self-care. So if you have any question about self-care, please do send me a question. I'd be more than happy to answer. Leave a comment because we want more people like yourself to listen to us and we can uh, create a unity and listen to each other and give each other some ideas and strategy to better themselves, especially for people that are suffering from anxiety, stress, fear, doubt, and time like this, because a lot of stuff is going on and we're going through a lot of emotion. There's a lot of energy going around. There's a lot of emotion going around. So we want everybody to uh, listen to each other and learn because every little thing counts. We always learn something new. Every single day we learn something new. So um, I take it as my pleasure, my privilege to be here with you guys and share some of my wisdom, some of my strategies, some of my experience on how and what it is to care for yourself. Because you are important. You matters. You are the only one that can change your life. No one else can do it for you. You're the only one. And I've been through this. I've been through life uh, hardship. I experienced a lot of emotional and physical pain. And I know how it is to be stuck in life and you feel the stress. You have anxiety. You're overwhelmed. You have doubt. And you wanted to better yourself, but you, you don't know where to start and where to finish. Now, when it comes to self-care, we hear a lot of people talking about it, especially in today's society. Why? Because, like I said, a lot of feelings are going around. A lot of emotions going around. So a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people are stressed. For that reason, a lot of people are going out of their way to learn and, and find out how can I care for myself. So let's talk about self-care. There's a lot of article has been written. There's a lot of videos out there. A lot of amazing people sharing their strategies, what it is to care for yourself. But just like everything else, self-care definition comes from you of what that is that you believe in a self-care. Now, some of the people believe in that by, uh, for their uh, religion, their uh, spirituality, their culture, their upbringing, by practicing those they're caring for themselves because they will keep them in line with their mind, body, and soul and give them um, a goodness and blessing that they can care for themselves and for their family. Others are practicing self-care as in by exercising, by eating healthy, meditating, yoga, all these good stuff that out there that we're practicing in order to care for ourselves. But unfortunately, doing all of that, even though we're some of us practicing all those things, 80% of the society are suffering from extreme stress and more importantly, depression. So why is that? Why is that we are with this no modern life, with this so much information out there, we still uh, suffering. We still have stress. We still have anxiety. We still um, uh, fearful. We still doubtful in our life. And that's why it's important to know that self-care, self-love, self-important, uh, it comes first. You must practice it and you might, must practice it in the right way to create a life that you love. So what is the definition of self-care? It could be from the religious perspective to going to extreme health. Both of those strategies are good to do. But the being and practicing self-care is about being the real you. That's what it is. Who is the real you? How do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? The true self of yours. 
your true self because you have a true self some of you may be experiencing that sometime um, a lot of time when we are um, as a teenager when we grew up before the life had us we experienced our true self you know we were so spontaneous we were so ambitious we were so uh, fearless and that we experienced what it is to be our true self then we grew up then we get manipulated by the society by upbringing by religion by people telling us how we have to feel be and act and that's why the ego self got created so a self-care is to be really you a self-care is to know your true feeling a self-care is to be your true self that's what it means to practice self-care to every day go deliberately and say to yourself if it is me now you can separate this two from personal life and professional life in life you function in your personal life and your professional life half of the time you're working and the other half of the time you are with your family with your friends and with yourself so practicing self-care can benefit both of those areas both of those areas especially uh, for a lot of mom for a lot of women that are like so super duper busy they have kids they're working eight hours a day they're taking care of their kids they're taking care of their spouse they're taking care of their family um, and and it's just too much to do but they're putting themselves less they think that a caring for everybody else is is important which it is but they're putting themselves less and it just that's what causes a lot of emotional suffering and then the other thing that um, people don't realize that when we don't practice self-love we become um, people pleaser we create this identity for ourselves that we are not especially a lot of people do that in the business because they have this persona fake it till you make it and all these stuff which I really don't believe in that stuff um, and it becomes very confusing it's exhausting you know exhausting to be someone that you're not your true self is the one that you alone by yourself what do you think of it your goods and your bads okay your flaws and your um, talent everything that you feel about yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're passing that uh, physical mind and body and you see yourself as a pure now a lot of time a lot of time we are so harsh on ourselves because the way we grew up okay so when you're born up to age of three uh, and for the mothers out there I'm pretty sure you can relate to this and you probably experienced this uh, to the age of three we are so free you know we are uh, this free spirit we're born we don't care how we look we don't care what we, we get people's attention when we want to when we are hungry uh, we we so you know always curious of everything we want to learn uh, we always the spontaneous we don't think about the past we don't think about the future we're in the present moment and then what happened when you heard when once you turned three years old then we realize that we are a human being I have hand I have then we separate ourselves it's mine and and theirs my mommy my toys my room and then that's when the separation starts as the separation start as we grew older and older not only we separate ourselves from other people we create the word I but also we uh, simply rely on other people opinion of what they think of us okay so now I know you hear this a lot what people say what other people think of you the way you look matters the way you, what do you do 
your job title matters, how much money you make, how do you live your life, what kind of car you drive, what kind of clothes you wear, all of that matters and it just kind of like wrap you up and creates this egoistic identity. Now for some of us, the way we grew up, our upbringing, how our family was, what they think of our health, our relationships, our finance, our jobs and everything and we learn from that. And then others are extremely religious, which is I really respect everybody's religion, but sometime when religion can be practiced in a wrong way. And and a lot of them like, you know, you have to get grow up, you have to get married, you have to have a kids, you have to do this. And all of that gets like uh, built into your identity. Okay. And this age, you have to get married. This age, you have to have uh, kids. This age, you have to have job. This age, you have to buy a house. All of that. And then to go even further as we grow up, then people, our work, co-workers, our boss, give us this identity of you're good at your job or you're bad at your job. You know, um, all of that wraps up and makes this ego identity for ourselves. And the more we grow up, the more we do what the society expecting us to do, the bigger our ego self grows. And we go further and further away from our true self which is our real self, our true self, our true feeling of how we feel about our look, about our money, about our life, about our decision-making. So that's why it's very important to practice self-care for yourself because once you start practicing self-care, then you're practicing who real you is. How do you feel and what do you want and what is your true self of your own? So some of the things that is really important besides this uh, standard studying of, you know, exercising, going to a diet, eating organic food, um, doing meditation, doing yoga, getting good night's sleep, that's all good and everything. But then again, like I said, we still see a lot of people suffering from stress and anxiety. And also religion practices are extremely good for those of you who are religion practicing. Really good if it's teaching you in a healthy way to be yourself, to be your true self. So it's very important to practice that. Spirituality, whatever, whatever helps you. But on top of that, in order to really, really, really practice self-care is five things that I practice every single day to for me to make myself remind myself of my true self of my real self of my real feeling of who I am and what I want in my life because in the end of the day that matters your matters your opinion your belief matters okay your truth matters and the more we can practice that the more we bring that out then the more other people around us is going to see us that way is going to believe us. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have your real you, if you don't have your real identity, if you're living from ego self, then that's how everybody else is treating you. So I have a, I teach this in my program, Love Your Life, in a very, very detail-oriented way for people to understand their ego self and their true self and how those two combine together, make where you are now and how you can separate those two and create a life that you love, okay? because it's very important to understand. And we hear a lot of this, self-care, self-love, we hear a lot of it, self-development, but unfortunately, we don't really take it that seriously because we're so used to always uh, following the script of society, okay? You're born, you grow up, be a good girl, good boy, go to school, get a good grade, get a good job, get married, have a kids, be a good mom and dad, and then retire and then die. And then 
through the process, everything that you're doing, you must do it so it could please other people. And it has to sound and look good through other people's eyes. But that's not how it is. You have one life here. You are important. Your opinion, your decision, your thoughts counts for yourself and for your life. So everything that you do must comes in from your true self, not from your ego self or not what people expecting you to be, how to be like. So here's a couple of stuff that you can do to improve your self-care. On top of the other good things that you're doing, these are some things that I want you to practice because extremely beneficial for your health. Um, when you practice these things, is actually going to give you the life of a peace, comfort, joy, happiness, and more importantly, your health. Okay, number one, improve, improve your relationship and connection with others. A lot of emotional suffering comes in because we separate ourselves, okay? We literally separate ourselves. Our relationship with ourselves and with others is based on society expectation, how it has to be. In order for you to improve relationship with self and others, it has to come from true you. How do you feel about your partner? How do you feel about your kids? How do you feel about your friends? How do you feel about your boss? How do you feel about your coworker? You must know that relationship. Do you get the respect, the love, the compassion that you deserve from other people. So we are in a relationship. We have a lot of relationship, but unfortunately our standards of our relationship is very low. Okay. And, uh, that could go with all kinds of relationship, your family, your mom and dad, your siblings, your partner, your friends, your kids, your coworkers, or simply anybody else that you are coming in contact with. Okay. You deserve respect. You deserve love. You deserve compassion. And you have to analyze that in order to improve your relationship with others is to say to yourself, do I receive those things from other people? Do I get, because friendship is both way. If you practicing self-care and you're caring for yourself and you're a very happy person, you're a very loving person, you're a kind spoken person, you're always generous, you're helping everybody, the other people must do this the same way for you, okay? You are a reflection of other people. It's like looking at yourself in the mirror. If people in a relationship that is, uh, are corrupted, that's giving you emotional suffering, that's making you stressed, that's making you overwhelmed, it's really important to look at it one more time because um, that can actually cause a lot of stress and will change your personality. So for me, it was like even my parents, even the, my siblings that I grew up with, okay, their idea of living and being uh, a person, successful person, happy person is different than I am. So for the longest time, I lived through their dreams and through their, their beliefs, what they believe a, a good girl is or a good wife is or a good mom is. But then that was really stressful because that's not what I wanted. It. That was not really me. So I learned to learn about myself and then I went back and introduced my own self to them that this is what I want. So I stood up for myself. I spoke up for myself. I said, listen, I respect your belief. I respect your way of living, but my way of living is this way. And that's how you improve your relationship. And that goes with everybody, including your partner. You both must be in the same page. You both must give and receive. A lot of time in a lot of relationship, one does so much and the other one doesn't do nothing. Or they know you from your um, ego identity. 
And that's why everything is messed up. So a pure relationship is very important. You must have relationship in your life. You can't do everything alone. Loneliness is the worst thing you can be. We must have great relationship. But at the, time, at the same time, a self-care means that those relationships must be healthy for you. You don't want to surround yourself with people that are like negative all the time, nagging at you, picking on you, and more importantly, controlling you. Because you see, I have that experience. I lived with people, I hang out with people that always controlled me, including my romantic relationships. I was controlled. I was controlled to the point that what should I wear? What should I eat? How should I talk? How should I do my hair? All of that. And that's not healthy for you. That's a self-care. Because you're not allowing someone else to control your true self. So that's number one. Re-evaluate your relationships. Think about it. Okay, I have a relationship with this person. What do I gain from this? How, do I, how, how is this person treating me? How do I start treating this person? If you're sitting with somebody, having a pleasant conversation, that you're loving, that person cares for you, that respects you for who you are as a true person of you, then it's worth being friendly. But if you're with somebody that's always nagging, always putting you down, why would you put yourself to that? No matter how much exercise you do, no matter how much uh, healthy food that you eat, no matter how much sleep you get, that will affect your life. Emotionally, it will affect you. So it's very important to know that one of the key for self-care is to evaluate your relationship with other people, how they're treating you. Because majority of the time, uh, we behave based on how people treat us. And especially if somebody is making you feel small, you know, if they keep doing that and telling that you are not enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough mother, you're not good enough father, you're not good enough worker, and that's their opinion. And by, you know, being around them, keep telling you, as we bound to say, am I? You know? So that's why it's important. Self-care. Re-evaluate your relationship. Improve all of your relationship and connection with whoever you associating yourself with right now. That's number one. Number two experience more inner peace see inner peace is not going to the gym three hours a, uh, a day to improve your self-image so someone can find you attractive okay or going to the extreme diet or going practicing religion because someone told you so uh, inner peace is that i'm peace with myself i'm peace with myself because I know my goods and bad. I made a mistake in the past. I'm okay with it. I'm going to make a mistake in the future, but I will figure it out. Whatever I have right now, the way I look, whatever I have, I'm happy with it. I'm in peace with it. And when you can do that, surrender yourself to whoever you are right now, knowing that you are the most important person in your life. That this is the most important time of your life. That knowing that the best thing you can do is what you're doing right now. That is experiencing inner peace. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't do that. We don't experience inner peace. We care for our physical mind and body. And our, our spirit get neglected all the time because your spirit, your soul is your true self. So we focus 90% of our attention on things that people can see and we kind of mold ourselves to that but we forget our true self so one of the things that 
you have to know that self-care means to experience inner peace within yourself. So ask yourself a question. Am I peace with myself? Because any emotional pain you're going through, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, doubt, fear is an emotional suffering. And you have to find out where is it coming from because I don't want to feel those anymore. Resentment, I don't want to feel it anymore. And, and once you realize that, then you know your true self because your true self is love, compassion. So these emotion does not exist within your true self. So inner peace meaning that you have to see, am I peaceful or am I still stressed? And if you can differentiate and be aware of that, then you're gonna come up with a um, result or some type of a strategy to get rid of those emotions because you wanna experience more inner peace. So experiencing more inner peace is self-care. That's what it is to give you everything else. Number three, um, gain clarity of what makes you happy. This is like one of my, my favorite thing and my most important thing that I elaborate and I emphasize all the time. What makes you happy? You must gain clarity to know what is there make you happy. Don't listen to other people. Don't let other people make a decision for you how you should be happy how you should feel, and what should make you happy. You should know that within yourself. That is self-care. When you know what is making you happy, what is not making you happy. So one of the things that you have to remember, in order to care for yourself, you must know what makes you happy. Now, happiness is different for everybody. Some wants to win a million dollars, makes them happy. That's good for them. Some wants to be size four, makes them happy. That's good for them. Some wants to be a father or mother, makes them happy. That's good for them. But what makes you happy? A lot of time we go around, we want to be happy. We have this desire of being happiness, but we don't know what makes us happy. Now you can take a million classes of happiness, how to create happiness in your life, but that might not be applied to you. So to self-care and to care for yourself is to know what makes me happy. Does it make me happy to get a bowl of ice cream, lay on the couch, and watch my favorite show? Guess what? That is happiness for you, and you should embrace that. But if I don't want, I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to have children. That makes you happy. Then you should embrace that. Whatever you want in your life, from the good and the bad, it should not come from someone else. It should come from you. And once, like I said, with the strategy to find more inner peace within yourself, then you know what makes you happy. So to care for yourself is to have the clarity of what makes you happy. So make a list of things that you do in your life that makes you truly, truly happy, okay? Number four, diminish feeling of isolation. Diminish the feeling of isolation. I know a lot of people, okay? I know a lot of people and I work with a lot of people. The minute they find a problem with other person, they cut him off, okay? If I don't see him or her, if I don't deal with him, then I don't have to deal with all this drama. You're isolating, you cannot isolate yourself all your life. To care for yourself, you must be surrounded with amazing people like yourself, like-minded people that likes you for who you are. 
isolation is not the answer. You can't simply avoid the society. You can't simply avoid people. That's, that's not what life is about. We find peace, joy, happiness when we are around other people, okay? But those people have to be the people that are make you happy. We talked about it on the first one, improving your relationship, okay? Isolating is avoiding the problem. And some people we cannot isolate. For example, your siblings or your family. You can't. You can't just cut them off. I know some people do, but the more you isolate people, the more you're losing the skill of caring for yourself. Self-care means to be able to speak your truth, to be confident of yourself, to love yourself, to know yourself. So when you complete all of those, you're not going to isolate. You're going to know how to deal with any type of confrontation. You speak when somebody says something about you that is not true. You're going to speak your truth. By isolating yourself is not going to help you. And I know a lot of people do that. You know, get divorced. Then I'm happy. How many times have you seen people going from one relationship to another relationship to another relationship and they can't still find somebody? Why? Because they thought if I divorce and I leave, and that's okay. And I'm not saying some, some people, they want to take a divorce, they have legit reason, good for you. But just think about it, you know, friendship. You were friend with somebody for 10 years and all of a sudden, you know what? You don't want to be friend with that person. I don't want to deal with this bullshit. That's not how life works. You know, you invested a lot of time with that person. So let's find out what is wrong. I'm not going to isolate myself. The reason we're not getting along because I'm not clear of myself. That's why you don't understand me. That's why isolating yourself from other people is not good. So we are unity is, is important. We are together. We cannot live this life alone. We must have each other. Because of each other, we learn. Because of each other, we grow. Because of each other, more importantly, we experience this world. So it's very important to be together with other people. But isolating and avoiding people on your life is not going to solve your problem. The reason you're isolating yourself because you're avoiding some type of uh, emptiness, some type of trauma, some type of emotional pain within yourself. Because once you solve that, then you're not going to isolate people. Because I'm going to see you as true of who you are. So the way you treat yourself, that's how I'm going to treat you. So one of the exercises that I do with my clients, I always say to them, look at, like every time when you talk to someone, look at that person like you're looking at yourself in the mirror. So if that person speak to you in a way that you don't like, that means you don't like yourself. Now, this is a very simple strategy, but hard exercise, because sometimes we look at ourselves and say, wow, this person is really mean to me. Does that mean I'm mean to myself? Yes. Because if we really dig deep within yourself, yes, you're lacking something within yourself. That's why the other person is treating you like that. By isolating yourself, you're not solving the problem. And trust me, it took me 20 years to realize this and practice it and know that you get treated the way you treat yourself. That is my dear self-care. So if you want to be treated good, you got to must care for yourself, know inner peace, have a clarity of what is there that makes me happy, improving your relationship, realizing that what is, what is my standard from my friends? Do I give that back to them? Because a lot of people have this high standard for themselves, but they can't give that back. So that's why I don't consider, I don't say like I have a 300 friends because you know how hard it is to manage those 300 people? You know, because friendship is 50-50. So the way you treat yourself, that's how it is. Isolation is not the key. And the final one is to practice 
forgiveness. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter what happened in the past, you cannot hold that poison in your body. You have to forgive people. You are in a better place right now, believe it or not. If you want to create happiness in your life, if you want to create success in your life, if you want to be your true self, you must, you must forgive people that have done you wrong. By holding that feeling is you're not going to get any better. And I can tell you stories after stories after stories that I was misbehaved, uh, mistreated um, physically, emotionally all my life. There's a lot of people that done a lot of things to me that I can tell you right now. And you're like, oh my God, how do you even talk to that person? But I got to tell you, once I forgive them, I felt so much better. Now, I know it's easy to say that they're done. I'm sure that if someone done something to you that is really bad, that made you feel very small, it's hard. It's not easy. But here's the thing. One thing that I applied to care for myself and practice self-care is that they didn't know because if they knew, they wouldn't have done it. Now, my ex-husband was very abusive, physically abusive, but I, I was really resentful toward him for the longest time. But once I find out his father was like that to his mother and his grandfather was like that to his grandma, then it's like generation and generation was passed on. Doesn't make it right, but he was just following that upbringing. So I know I emotionally suffered, but once I, I didn't stay with him because I self-care for myself, I said, you know what? I care for myself too much to put myself to this physical abuse. I left, but I forgive. I, if I would have leave and still have that grudge with me, then, you know, you don't care for yourself. I don't want to hold that poison in my head. I don't want to hold that poison in my body. Forgiveness is the key to self-care. If you care about yourself, forgive people that have hurt you in the past. Because from here on, you're going to care for yourself and make sure that that doesn't happen again because you're your true self, you're your real self, you're paying attention to your real feelings, then guess what? Now you're better. Now you know better not to let other people hurt you in any shape or form. But the one that I already have, you must forgive. You must cleanse yourself from this negative thoughts from this uh, emotional pain by forgiving because you can't change what they have done. But by forgiving, not only you're going to feel better about them yourself, those people are going to realize how terrible it was for them to hurt you in some way. Some may realize it, some may not. But it's not your business anymore. You moved on. You're a better person. You're better than that. Because if we hold a grudge and if we don't forgive, we are in the, their level. If I would have hold a grudge of my ex-husband hurt me physically, then I'm just as bad as him, you know? I'm still carrying that, that on and I would pass on that to my kids. So forgiveness is self-care. If you want to practice self-care, these are my strategies. I hope this will help you. If you have any questions, send me a question. Let's go through this one more time. Number one, improve relationship and connection with others. Number two, experience more inner peace. Number three, gain clarity of what makes you happy. Number four, diminish isolation. And number five, practice forgiveness. And for that, um, 
I have a very good exercise that I do with my clients and half of the time it take them a long time to do. So I always tell them to write a letter to the person that you want to forgive and tell them why you want to forgive them. And some people find this really, really hard. Um, some people do it. Some people still have trouble with it. But once they do it, they feel much, much better. And that is my five tip for self-care. Practice, enjoy, and love to hear from you. Thank you.